Welcome to the Nobody Asked Our Opinion podcast, a podcast where two tired-ass showgirls uh, talk about all things pop culture. This tired-ass showgirl is JJ. And uh, this tired-ass showgirl is Joanna. And go back to Party City where you belong. <laughs> go do your spooky, kooky, ooky drag. <laughs> tired-ass showgirl. At least I am a showgirl. <laughs> Oh God! <sighs> Hello, and we're in person, kinda. Or, no, actually, yeah. I, I was gonna say no. This is person. This, this is, is us. person. I, I'm touching your body. Oh my God! You like my body? Oh my God! See, this is why we shouldn't do this ever <laughs> in person. <laughs> but Jonathan loves it because it's less editing for him. Um, Joanna had two meetings canceled after she got to Midtown and went, I'm going to go drop off something to Shane, JJ's boyfriend. And then we went to lunch and then I was like, Hey, in about an hour, like, it was like, do you got like a little over an hour? Cause like we can record this and knock this shit out now and then I can go back to work. So So that's what we're doing. (laughs) So we literally don't have to record this at like the butt fuck crack of dawn so yeah because as much as i love our recording sessions when i'm ass tired um i don't love going to bed at like 3 a.m <laughs> yes in fact that's 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 quite true you're about to say no when you're like no actually <laughs> well no it's just like because you said i just we because uh, the title of this episode is going to be bottom day and we've already made like four ass refer- references <laughs> in the first like three minutes of this recording so we're going to keep continuing uh the i'm going to try to continue all these ass puns as we keep going all right, well, um, speaking of ass, um, our first uh, news segment, and only news segment, because the news wasn't that interesting this week. Sorry, kids. Well, it's just all the sad things happening. You know what? You know what cheers us up? Dick! <laughs> <laughs> we like a good dick, but also don't be one. Um, okay, so there is um, a show out on Broadway. It is called Take Me Out. It is about gay baseball players. And Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy fame, I'm like, sure. I, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Sorry, come at me. But he's there. Uh, he's in the show with Jesse Tyler Ferguson, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. we do know and we love. Um, and Jesse Williams has a nude scene, like completely full on nude on stage. He was interviewed like beforehand, like I've read interviews about it beforehand. And they're like, oh, were you like concerned about this? And he was like, no, not really. It's like, it's the body. It's fine. It's in a moment it makes sense in the context of the show. It's a body. So, um, so we'll do it. But somebody was an ass and took pictures of his nude scene. This took straight video, y'all. Oh, yeah, well, they videoed his nude scene and then, like, just sent it out. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Jesse Williams has been pretty cool about it. He's just kind of been, like... Yeah, he's... he's like. I mean, I'm not like. I'm not gonna not do it anymore. But also, like, please don't. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. He was just like, it's. It is what it is. It sucks that it happened, but you know what? Like, I mean, it looks like that the the theater that they were performing in took a lot of like safety precautions to like ensure that something. Like that, they like had people put their like cell phones in like these protective pouches and before they caught in, and, and just to like give some uh, you know for safety for the actors so that nobody's recording all this stuff because you know you need consent to take pictures of a person's naked body and that's uh, uh, the whole crux of this situation is that like not only is are people like violating a technical isn't it like copyright it, infringement it's, it's copyright and um also <clears throat> as an actor who acts on stage we notice like people would be like oh the lights are so bright and you can't even see out in the audience lies 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 shenanigans bullshit lies and i can see it's straight lies and manelli's <laughs> i can see everybody like if i'm going out on stage and I'm like in a show. I there has I think once only once have I ever like looked out in the audience and not really been able to see. And then they changed the lighting, and I was like, oh nope, there they all are. Hi friends. So we can see you when you're pulling out your phone or when you're talking or when you're doing something you think that we can't see. No, we can see it. We can see it. We know about it, and it's distracting. 
And, yeah, as an actor, our job is to be like, oh, no, we're going to do the best we can do and, you know, be in the moment. But when some asshole is, like, answering a phone call or, like, has their phone pulled up, Mm -hmm. um, I think my favorite was, like, reports, like, because Lynn would call people out on Twitter when he would see people. And he was like, hey, to the lady in the third row who decided to record vows on her iPad. Oh, God. Fuck right off. (laughs) Because it's true. It's obnoxious. Like, Am I one of those people, like, have I watched, like, a bootleg? Yeah. I have. I've watched bootleg, uh, you know, um, because there are just some shows that I'm never going to get to see. Um, That being said, you can tell when the bootlegs are, like, the ones they get around are the ones that are, like, very inconspicuous. And none of them have had naked scenes in them. No. Yeah. And the bottom line is people shouldn't be filming these, these live shows. It's unethical. It's just rude. Um, and you don't want to be the receiving end of a Patty Lapone rant as she like berates you in uh, berates you at the theater if you pull out a cell phone or like answer a call because bitch she'll do it. Um, but yeah, it just sucks that like. Yeah, so don't do it. Don't take pictures of naked bodies. Don't especially don't take pictures of naked bodies and then circulate it on the internet because that just makes you a jackass, and we're not here for that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, we're going to keep this train of chugging. Uh, let's get this roast to cooking and talk about some drag race. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to do the drag race 20, which where you sit down and you talk about drag race for 20 minutes and 20 minutes only. Um, this time it really is for our benefit because otherwise we, <laughs> we would, we would keep going and I have places to be today. Um, we have to adult. I have to, we both have to adult today. So, uh, we're going to start the timer and when the timer goes ding, we're going to stop talking cause, um, boy, do we have tea to spill. Some shit. Some shit. But. <laughs> Booty. <laughs> Booty. And the time starts now. Okay. So, um, first things first, I was on, uh, Mira Mangle's YouTube page. If you don't watch, um, watch and subscribe, her videos are amazing. I love her. Um, and she was at DragCon this weekend. And so she was able to like pull some of the gals. So they did like a spa day interview with Deja Sky, which was really cute. So there was basically them out of drag in like bathrobes and their like little towels, like wrapped up on their heads. And that's how they did their interview from her hotel room. <laughs> I was like, work. Um, but so they were interviewing her and the biggest tea that I got from that was actually there's a lot of tea I got from it, but the biggest one that I pulled away that I was like, I have to tell JJ is that our favorite moment from Deja Sky was that super tease where episode where she's sitting there in front of the mirror and she goes, They're like she's like crying, they're like, What's wrong? She's like, I was born at a very young age. <laughs> The and stupidest we, line on the face of the planet. And the way like, she, oh like, God. builds upon it and, like, takes that and, like, just goes with it is hysterical. And Mira goes, that was, like, we quote that to each other. Like, Scarlett and I quote that to each other daily. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I have to give props where props are due. Maddie Morphosis, our straight queen from the season, was the one who gave me that line and was like, you need to say this because Maddie was the team captain for that episode. Mm-hmm. You're right. And she was like, oh, okay, great. And she's like, granted, I took that line and built upon it and did the acting and did the things to do with it to make it funny because somebody could have just said it and it wouldn't have worked. No. So, like, Deja's acting skills definitely took it someplace. But the fact that that nugget came from Maddie, like, and we were saying the whole time that Maddie Morphosis fucking killed that episode. And, like, I'm, like, not the erasure of the heterosexual queen on the gay (laughs) programming. Like, I think the gag of it all, I think, for them was that they were, like, like, Maddie's makeup skills were good. Like, it was, like... She was one of those queens that, like, I think they were expecting to be, like, a first or second off because they could be oh, like, sure. oh, gag, here we are. And they're like, oh, no, she's actually kind of good at drag race, so we have to drag her for the shit that she's, like, not good at. So they're like, right. fuck, she eked by because June took off her wig and was, like, just tearing <laughs> off her Tearing off all of her garment. <laughs> oh, also, T, is from what I heard is that Maddie had said that in a roscoe interview like or for a viewing party she was like i don't remember this lip sync at all because i was super drunk 
Hysterical. She's like, I was, I like turning the party backstage, which apparently she did a lot of in Untucked. Because she also said she was super drunk when her and Jasmine got into the I fight. believe it. I but believe she that. was like, I was super drunk. And I was like, I'm not, there's no way. And then all of a sudden I'd be like trying to do my thing. And I'd turn around and it'd be June's wig. And I'd turn around, there's her shoes. There's part of her dress. What? And, and she's like, and she's like, I'm standing there going, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Am I missing something? Because she's like, every time I turned around, there's a new piece of June on the floor. I was like, dad. But I think that she they... reveals that she has like an art, uh, uh, she's like, pops off, yeah, <laughs> save me, Shantae, I stay. <laughs> no, it would have been a throw because remember when Alaska did the thing in All Stars 2 at the reunion? Oh, that's right, she just pulls like... out her leg, it just like plops it, and she's like, fuck it, there's well, my leg. Because apparently, it was a reference to a Real Housewives reunion moment where someone oh, yeah, actually yeah. took off her like. She like takes it in the in like they're. <laughs> I think they're in like a fancy ass restaurant yeah. and she like takes her leg and like puts it on the dinner table and starts like screaming at these at the other women and you're like oh this is unhinged but, that's exactly how I love my middle aged women mm-hmm. all, all my middle aged white women need to be drunk and unhinged and my gays and apparently my straight men because the fucking Maddie, yes. Maddie like wasted is hysterical because apparently oh and then uh, so Deja also said that that Maddie Jasmine fight went on way longer than they showed in Untucked. Like, apparently that thing went on for a while, which is why, like, on the reunion, Jasmine was like, after that it aired, I had called Maddie to be like, hey, I am so sorry for the way that came off because, oh. And she was like, no, it's no big deal. I was feeling my feeling some sort of way, yeah. and I knew I was going home. Like, she was like, yeah, I'm not Maddie winning. Maddie immediately <laughs> was like, I knew this was not, this was not going to be my time. So yeah, I'm I was just like, like, I'm trying to get in some swings as much as I can before I, yeah. my gracious exit. But Oh, also, um, can we talk about the fact that on the first day of DragCon, on the first day of DragCon, um, Maddie Morphosis wore a glammed up Colonel Sanders outfit. <laughs> I did see that, yes. <laughs> she just loves dressing up as famous, like, culinary men. Like, first she walks in as uh, in a Guy, Guy Fieri, like, inspired outfit, full on with, like, the sunglasses and everything, and then now she's Colonel Sanders. The, like, the Colonel Love Sanders it. thing, I think, also is because she does, like, uh, on tour, she does like a drag uh, number that is like paying homage to cornbread, and, like because she has like nice. the corn, like the chicken thing, and then she's like doing her thing, holding a picture of cornbread oh. from the thing, yeah, like yeah, from yeah. her talent show. I was like, that's amazing. But yeah, so she was full on Colonel Sanders, and Willem said on, oh, because like race chasers this week was like half of them talking about like that like garbage episode of. Uh, season seven what's the what's episode are they on uh the one right before the finale where they send kennedy home for no reason oh it's the uh the music video they did the music video and the acting challenge because like even alaska was like so oops how very dare you we are podcasters um how dare you interrupt our integrity um we know but she was like how how are they trying to gaslight us into thinking that Kennedy Davenport did not just eat that entire episode? Well, she was like, I thought like the edit was setting it up for Kennedy to win that episode and then like go on to win the season because she was the only one who was like, like who was left, like who was like really like that bitch could win. Which music video was? I'm trying to remember now. Born Naked. Was it all born naked in the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 And then okay. they had the, the, the acting challenge where they're all like doing it like all the Nutty Professor where they're all sitting around the dinner table and they're all different characters of themselves. Ah, uh, it's all coming back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like fully like, I don't remember any of this yes. until they said it was like, oh yeah, it was like the Eddie Murphy movie. I was like, oh yeah, that one was so weird. Season seven. Yeah, but and then like Ginger was talking about the episode also, and was just like because she was doing her Ginger Minfo. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent, excellent. Yeah, it was like love a good pun, love a good pun, and she was talking about how uh, that uh, yeah, she was just uh, what did she say that that episode was just bananas because again they weren't expecting Kennedy to go home. I mean, and, uh, like, yeah, they were like, they were not expecting her to go. Kennedy, 
Kennedy Davenport has the has the reputation of being like the drag queen's drag queen. Like all the queens are like, how are you not more famous. like famous? Like you you deserve all of the all of the coins. You deserve all of the gigs. You do you like you are absolute drag perfection. But they on the, on the show they were not having it. Like even on uh, I feel like even on All Stars like she had she had her moments, but it was clear that like. Well, like, production was like, mm, no, not your time. Well, to be, fair, to be fair, All-Stars 3 was supposed to be Shangela's season, and then Ben De La Creme came out of nowhere, and they're like, oh, oh, I guess this bitch is gonna win. Or it would be, like, you know, Shangela mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Ben De La Creme, like, you know... Top two or something. Beating the crap out of each other for that crown. Duking it out. And then all of a sudden, you get to the end, and you're like, oh, no, that's not that's not what happened. There's no way, No. I mean, I love when they re- reveal who the queens voted for. Like, even Rue was like, what? Oh? Uh, uh. <laughs> They're all... <laughs> I think because they think they say... I can't remember whose name they say first. I think they say Kennedy and then they say Trixie. And even Trixie was like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tri- I think Trixie has said before. She's like, oh, I was full, fully expecting to hear Shangela's name. And it was going to be Shangela and Kennedy. Yeah. She was like, it was going to be Shangela and Kennedy, and I was like, well, I did, I did well. <laughs> it's like I got, I got as far as I could, and I got to the finale, and this is, this is good for me, yay. Yeah, no, and yeah, man, that's just <laughs> those are the breaks, kids. But um, I don't remember why we went on this tangent and how we got here, but I am going to say there's another queen that's going to be on All Stars Seven, and I don't know who it is yet because. <laughs> Right. As of recording, All Star Seven episode hasn't aired yet. It comes out tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm so excited. <gasps> so I don't have a show tomorrow now. I can watch it. I can watch it. Oh my god! Yay. Um, oh so, my god! Oh my god! Um. So there was this reveal at the end of like the teaser, which I don't ever watch. Like the well, it's not even the teaser. It's like. Here's like the a sneak, yeah, the, yeah. Here's the sneak peek into the next episode. To the like the I episode. I never watch those. They I always never... release like ten minutes of like the first half of the episode. I'm like, ugh. No. Yeah, like let's I just watch, watch it when I watch it. Yeah, no, it was like because I don't care. So I had no, especially because I was like, oh, they're gonna show me all of the queens walking in again. Like I don't <laughs> I've care. Already, yeah, wow. Well. I've seen all of this already, um, and but then apparently gag there was after the last queen enters, who is the Vivian, because they're like, oh shit, international. Another bitch walks in, completely obscuring her face. So she's in, like, almost like... She's in a cute little two-piece number. Like, uh, almost like a swimsuit with, like, this big... Like a wide-brimmed... Wide-brimmed like, sun, hat, hat, sun hat that, like, it completely obscures her face. So they walk in, and all the girls go... Oh. Huh? And, like, like because it cuts to Monet's confessional. Because um, I watched this after I saw the leak that there was somebody else there. And I was like, okay, I need to see the, how, how this bitch walks in. How tall is she? What's going on? Because I need like, to. Who is this? <laughs> the Nancy Drew of drag. Who is that drag queen? <laughs> the Nancy Drew of drag is here. <gasps> what if it's Shangela? Oh, wow. Well, I don't, well, that doesn't I mean, look like a Sh- Shangela silhouette. But... No. And uh, th- I don't know. Would they. Do you think that they would. This is an all-star season. Would they not cast a winner? Okay, so the, the, the that's well so that was my thought process. But like I said, a lot of people online are speculating that it's Raven based off the skin tone and everything. I do feel like Raven's taller though. Well, that was my thought also. It just looks like a tiny girl. Just so I was like so it small. it looks like it could be Envy, like Envy yeah, Peru. You said Envy Peru. And I, I was like that. that would be a gag. Um, I also threw out a Carmen Farala from uh, Drag Race Spain because uh, she's also kind of a tiny petite. But Carmen Ferrala won recently, and they recorded this. They they recorded this a year ago. And when was Spain? Spain. When so I'm she... just thinking like that would have been a really quick turnaround if they could... did. But maybe I don't know at this point. It could be a Thai queen, Thai, one of the Thai uh, season winners. It could be. I I just think that would be such a weird thing to keep secret. Hold on. We're going to we're gonna fast forward so you can see this bitch walk in. Oh. Okay. And we're gonna make it not so loud to blow out the speakers.
That is a corseted waist. <laughs> Who the fuck? Hold on, so you're gonna see. Oh yeah, see, and they don't. So you almost okay. see a little bit of jawline. Okay. But I don't know. I was like. So the jawline says to me, probably not Envy, because Envy's got that teeny tiny little girl face. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, it could, yeah. But uh, I get it, because like, I, I feel like, so again, like the, the weird speculations have been going around that it, it could be Raven. It could be, uh, but also like Raven usually doesn't have like exposed belly. I feel like I've seen her in like a, in a two piece, like. Like recently though? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, and then the other speculation, like, people have been going, like, I think mostly jokey, though. It's like, oh, my God, it's Tyra Sanchez. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, and, like, but, like, for me, like, the bitches I would want to see, like, and then also, uh, the reason I found out about this was because Bianca had posted on her instagram like mm -hmm. surprise bitches or something like that of just the picture and i was like well obviously if it's really bianca she's not gonna announce it yet right. like i think but everybody's like oh my god is that bianca but also again bianca would not have an exposed belly like that's that's like not her drag that's not her drag but that is it looks like a teeny tiny woman and bianca is not a tall lady she is a teeny tiny woman um with darker skin um but like I was like going through all the things in my head, I was like, "That's that's not BB." Uh, it's not BB. I, it would not be. I don't Tyra. think it'd be Tyra. I was gonna say, and that would be. Uh, it's like then the reason why people are like, "Well, it could be Raven," because Raven is like the the fan winner of season two. So everybody's like, "Raven won season two. We're just gonna say Raven won." But also, I'm like, "It can't be Raven because who the fuck is gonna do Bruce Mug? What if it's Juju again? <laughs> Ah, and that was a joke somebody made also. It's like, it's Juju. She's the, she's the people's champion showing up, and I would have died. She just never gets to leave Drag Race. <laughs> hey, I know you did, like, 18 seasons of Drag Race this year. Just this year alone. But I need you to come do this all-winter season. Mm -hmm. uh, so, no, so... Uh, and Raj is already there. Raj is already there. It would not be Sharon. Not a Sharon. It, will, like, that doesn't Sharon. look like Sharon, and not I don't think they'd ever bring Sharon on. Jinx is already there. Jinx is already there. Bianca already said nah. I was gonna Unless say, if she's doing an Andrew Garfield and be like, I wasn't in the movie. <laughs> well, I mean, because first she was like, I was busy. When they're, when they're yeah. like, people are like, why aren't you there? I was busy. And she's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> Oh, maybe no, you weren't because you were really here. Because you were, we already <laughs> but, know because. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think Bianca would say anything if it was her. Excuse you, cat. Cat's trying to eat me. Um, it's not Violet. Not Violet. It's not Bob. Not Bob. It's not Aquaria. It's not it's, Aquaria. Uh, it's not. Uh, Sasha. Definitely not. A, yes. It's not Sasha Blur. That's not Sasha. And then um, eleven is Evie. Evie's already Evie's there. Evie's already there. Jade, Jade is, is already there. there. And it's not Simone. Simone, I don't even think of one yet. Oh, as a filming of that? As, as a filming of that, I don't think Simone had even won yet. And also, that's not Simone. Simone that's, is way skinnier and way yeah, taller and way small. darker. Yeah, way darker, for sure. And then if we go All-Stars, All-Stars 1 is uh, Chad, Chad Michaels. That's not Chad. That's not a Chad. I'm, I'm like, why can't it be Chad? <laughs> I love Chad. Chad um, it's not Alaska. It's not Alaska. Um, it's not Trixie. It's definitely not a Trixie. It's, uh, and then Monet and... Monet and Trinity are already there. Yeah, and so, so is Shay. And that's not Kylie. That's not a Kylie. And so. Kylie, Kylie didn't win yet either at this point. Yeah, if, if this was filmed, like, if this was all filmed, like, essentially simultaneously, yeah. yeah. And then if we go, Vivian's already there. Who won season two of... UK. UK. Crystal Versace. Crystal Versace. That's not Crystal. Crystal's also teeny tiny. Yeah. I mean, she's teeny tiny, but I mean, her waist is teeny tiny. And also, like, I don't think she's I that I feel like hurt. she has smaller legs, too. Yeah. That, 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 those were... Those were... That, that, those the crystal are is a little twink. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's a fashion twink. Um, and then season three was... Uh, UK... Oh, no, she won the UK three. It's, it's uh, definitely uh, not Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> God, no. 
I was going to say, Laura's Cheney lost. Laura's Cheney lost a lot of weight. And got a lot and, of tan. And saw a lot of sunlight. <laughs> so I don't think it's like, and then Ulster's, uh, or UK. Well, there's also, well, you said Envy Peru, that's Holland 1. And then Holland, Holland 2, two hadn't, hadn't come out yet. Hadn't come out yet. Um, because, and also that does not look like Vanessa Vega. Canada, <laughs> it would be, it, I don't think, it, could it be a Priyanka? People have said maybe Priyanka, but I feel like Priyanka's, again, a little bit slimmer and taller. But it could be. Like, I don't know. Like, Priyanka was another guess that, like, as far as, like, skin tone-wise. So it's like, uh, could it be Priyanka? I don't think, like, because, again, Isis Couture only just one. So I don't think it's Isis. Right. Um, and then, well, uh, Spain won was Carmen, Carmen Farala. Um I think Spain, Spain too hasn't, it hasn't even ended yet. Hasn't ended yet. Um, Italia, that's not uh, what? Who is it? Electric Bionic or whatever? Electric Bionic. Oh, she's like seven foot tall. Yeah, I was gonna that's say, not, that's not her. her. That's not her. I know, and it was like, and that's not Kidamine from from down under from Australia. She's not from Australia though. She's, she's from New Zealand. But she's from Drag Race. Also, no, she's from down under. Down under. Down, down. Uh, um, that would also be like a weird thing to keep quiet. <laughs> oh look, <laughs> maybe it's her Simone. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say like the only thing Just it bring her back again. <laughs> the only reason I like I'm like it could be Shangela, but it's probably not because that bitch didn't pop out of a box. It's like I don't see a Tiffany's blue box anymore. I don't. So. I will, I, or even like a crate. Like she popped out of a <laughs> out crate. Of a crate. The, <laughs> the crate the first time. Um. So yeah, we're got we've gone through all the bitches. And I don't know which one it is. So I don't know. Maybe it's not a maybe it's not a previous winner. It could be maybe like you said, a fan favorite or like a runner up. Fuck it, it's Juju. Well, Mother. it would be it would explain to why it's not called All Winter Season. It is just called All Star Seven. Yeah, and because they because they like be everybody's everybody else has been calling it All Winners, but they haven't. The cast has it's never called it All Winners. And it's not being, it's not like, that's not the title of it either. It's, it's not, not being, so. It's not being advertised It's not being such, anything so. anymore because our time, our time is up. Time is up. All right, so on um, that note, let's take a break. Bakety bake, bake, bake. Bake. Who's back in the house? <laughs> DJ clocking about, or that's not the words. <laughs> yeah, there's something there. I don't know. We're back. We oh. tried to be clever. <laughs> it happens sometimes. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in our, um, well, in my greatness of having healed from the COVID, I was Woo-hoo! able to go to the movie theaters, and I saw Doctor Strange. <laughs> So, um, and now that enough time has passed, um, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. This. Do this. Because Jonathan and I spoke a little bit about it, and we did pretty a pretty spoiler-free kind of, like, uh, reaction. Uh, what was it? Was it last week? Or the no, week no it, was, it was two weeks ago. Because I, I, I waited a week after I got better and saw the movie to actually listen to you guys talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so, this is our uh, spoiler-full... <laughs> Uh, all the spoilers. All the spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But, uh... Spoilers. All the spoilers. You have been warned. Okay, so, uh, first off, I'm gonna say, I like this movie way more than apparently everybody else in the world likes Okay, thank you. I feel like, <laughs> am I, like, am I stupid? Like, am I not getting something? Like, everybody was I kind mean, of shitting on it? I was gonna say... To be fair, you're also the one who did not like the last. Yeah, Spider-Man my tastes movie. my tastes are questionable at the, at best. But I um, mean, um, <laughs> but like this was like tied for like the second worst rated Marvel movie. Granted, it's still like at a B. Yeah, it's not. It's not doing. It's like still making bank, and it's people are still seeing it. But like uh, critics are. I think it, what's... Uh... Everybody, everybody has been like, it's not great. And I'm like, my only complaint about this movie was that it could have been maybe 30 minutes longer. 
It could have used a little 30 minutes to breathe in a couple of spots, but I'm like, by no means was I like, oh, I didn't love this. Like, also in your, your guys' little, like, non-spoiler review, um, I was, like, sitting here the whole time after, because I had just finished watching the movie and I was listening to you guys talk about it, I was like, why is nobody talking about how Elizabeth Olsen is the best thing that has ever happened to this movie ever, ever, ever? She yeah. is so good in this movie. That's one of the. I, I mean, I I don't I can't remember what exactly I said, but I do I do think that this was like I loved the continuation of Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch arc from WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision. Uh, and I she's acting circles around these people and it was brilliant yeah it was, it was great um so and no and i thought that everybody did great i thought that uh sochi gomez as america ferrera uh, america ferrera no nope. <laughs> no <laughs> wrong america <laughs> wrong america america chavez, chavez. um was brilliant i thought she did great um i've been a fan of her um, she she's was on. in the first season of the Netflix Babysitter's Club Correct. show, and she was wonderful there, yes. too. Um, and it was great seeing her get to expand her little wings and do more with this, because she did a great job. Um, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch playing, like, 18 different versions of himself was great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I thought that the prosthetic work for, like, the the zombie, or zombie strange <laughs> was great. I thought... Um, I thought, like, the plot line all made sense. I think that, like... So I read, like, a leak somewhere that, like, the original opening of the movie was not the, like, intense open we had of uh, uh, America, America Chavez and... And, and that version of Strange. I can't remember which one that was now. Because uh, it's not Strange Supreme. It wasn't Sinister Strange. It was... It was a strange. I don't know. It was Ponytail Strange. Ponytail Strange. Ponytail Strange. It wasn't. Maxwell Sheffield Strange. He had a a gray streak. Well, he always has the gray streak, but the. But this one was bigger. Oh, because it was ponytailed. Mm -hmm. Um, But he. uh, That wasn't the original opening. That was like after the first. Like there was an opening before that, which was showing Wanda being the villain and like killing people and like doing bad things. Ah. And I liked that they changed it. I think that's because yeah. that moment, because I had the same aha moment, I think, that you had when, like, did you have that, did you realize, did you guys realize when she was going, when she started saying, when she dropped America's When name? she dropped her name, yeah. And he was like, I, you didn't say that name, did you? And he's like, I didn't. And I was like. <laughs> no, because as it was happening, I was like, I, <laughs> I also saw this. I reg- I wish I could have seen this in a packed house with like you guys did, to have like the the uh, or the, the big moments. I saw it with just uh, just me and about four other people in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so me sitting there watching it, I was like, but like when she said, and she was like, you can bring America here. I was like. He didn't say America's name. Did he say? Did I miss this? And then he, then he goes. He stops walking. He goes, and she goes, "I didn't. He, you didn't say her name, did you?" And he goes, "Nope." And she goes, "God damn it!" And then it's like, like well, the fine, illusion, and it. then the illusion drops, and you're just like, oh. "Oh, this is dark." No, and this movie was spoopy. Yes, yeah, there was, was some so legit spoopy. scares. Like, I think one of the moments, like, and again, because I watched a lot of reviews and stuff about it, was the moment where she's in the kitchen, and she had just got, I think, was just taken over by, like, oh. the dream walking from the, oh, our, the, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Scarlet, 838 Wanda? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, because she's standing there in the kitchen, and then she, like, looks dead at the camera, and then Ooh, it cuts. Yes. And it cuts. Yes. Like, okay, so when that happened, like, somebody was uh, talking about, they're like, that's like an end of movie shot when they're like, that's like the to be continued. Mm-hmm. That was dead ass in the middle of the movie, and you're like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, things are about to go real bad. Oh, yeah. And it was, uh, uh, so good. Um, also, well, that's, that's about, all the Sam Raimi. Like, I was going to say, well, yeah. also, I was like, not about 10 minutes into the movie is when they started fighting Gargantos, the giant eye monster. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like just, this is all Sam Raimi movie. Like, I didn't realize how much I realized, like, I knew what a Sam Raimi film was until I was about 10 minutes into this movie and went, oh, yeah, no, this is a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, this is, you just replace the squid monster with Dr. Ock and you're like, oh, this is Spider-Man 2. 
<laughs> yeah. No, this is... Well, I mean, Lycan is also Evil Dead. It is... I, it, I got Drag Me to Hell yeah. like, oh, yeah. uh, influences. It's definitely... I mean, we get a Bruce Campbell. Oh, Obviously. This is Sam, well, I it mean, can't be a Sam Raimi movie without Bruce Campbell. No, I mean, absolutely. And his cameo... And the fact that he's like just cursed to punch himself for like weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> no, okay. Um... So that second postcard, so I'd, I'd, the only thing I had seen about this movie was that you didn't have to stay, stay for the second post credit scene. And I was like, well, I'm going to anyway. I'm here. I'm going to get the full experience and figure out why people are saying that. And I watched it. I was like, why would you skip this? So it's him back in uh, the uh, 838 universe just punk, punching the shit out of him. And then he stops and he goes, oh, finally, finally. And then he looks dead to camera. He goes, it's over. And then it cuts. And I was like. Oh man, this like the first Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming when the post credit scene was a Captain America PSA. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's so good. That's so funny. That's so good. I loved it. And then also the Illuminati, we can talk about this now. The Illuminati, yep. I cr- legit started crying when the tag for the... Uh, the X-Men. X-Men. The X-Men, uh, yes, X-Men yes. 97 song came on. Yep, yep, yep. All of a sudden you hear, I was, I literally, I started crying in the theater. I was sitting oh, yeah, there I like, audibly I, I oh, knew sure. he was in the movie yeah, and we I all still knew cried. It, but we were like, <laughs> yay. Um, I love the choice of using the Ma- Maria Rambeau as Captain I Marvel. I love that. Um, for we, got that, that Pat, we got to see uh, Peggy Carter back as Captain or Captain Carter. Captain Carter, yeah. And so Haley Atwell coming back as Captain Car- live action Captain Carter was, um, and, and she then, was great, yeah, super great. Um, Black Bolt, which I know nothing about because I didn't watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Humans. Yep. I didn't watch it. Um, but uh, I, I was knew like, about it, like. Sh- Jonathan and I were in the parking lot. I was like, "Who was that guy? I don't remember him." And we were like, "Oh yeah, he was from that show." He was he was from that show. Nobody watched. Yeah. So cool. Kudos to you. Yay. And then um, the, the the fan casting of John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah, good. I know that you were in the uh, not so heavily populated yeah. theater, but when we saw it, everybody was like. Bah! <laughs> when all, all of that that entire scene, everybody was like. Bah! Bah! Well, like, well, like, so, me being the nerd that I am, again, in a theater where nobody cared, like, everybody was quiet, nobody, like, people, there's a couple, like, (gasps) like, moments, but nobody, like, nobody was screaming, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be that asshole who's yelling at me. I'm not going to be that person, So, but I'm sitting there, and even earlier, so when they get caught, and they're talking to Christine, the, the 818 Christine Palmer, um, and she's like... Oh, I. She said the Baxter Building is or Baxter Association. Baxter Institute. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, <gasps> another allusion to Fantastic Four. And then when they said the smartest man alive, I was like, <gasps> and then it was John Krasinski. I was like, squee. Uh, can we talk I was, about? I was more excited about the fact that it was just Reed Richards, even more than the John Krasinski part. Oh yeah, part. for sure. Um, can we talk you... about uh, how their deaths were so fucking brutal? Oh man, that was like okay. So the violent. The <laughs> start of the whole thing of kill, how the of killing Black Bolt that way. That's terrifying. That was so smart though. So like Absolutely. just like just to re- be like they're like oh with just a whisper from his mouth and she goes what mouth and he's like oh yeah he get like neoed he, his mouth shut yeah <laughs> it, it was uh, it was very. Deadpool from the one we don't talk about. The X-Men oh, no. we don't talk about. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then to have it, though, just to, to be like, and then you can hear him go, what? And then it's, everything turns. As, yeah. I, so, from, again, from me just doing research of other people's reactions, like, I've had, like, reactors say they went and saw that movie, like, twice, and it wasn't until the second, upon second viewing, realizing that, no, she didn't just turn his head into goo. He, like, she, he said something, and that's and, what, yeah, yeah, and that's, that was what, the, that's what imploded his brain, and yeah. I was like, oh, but the visual was so good, and that was just intense, and, like, the look of pure, like, Absolute hair on terror. his face. Yeah. Oh, man, it was just that moment of, like, he goes, hmm, and then, like, like, to say, like, like, help me or something like that. And then it was just like the eyes went wide for a second, then it went, his brain went. Oh, it was good. It was good. So good. Um, they, she straight up cut Peggy Carter in half. Yeah, and 
refresh my memory, wasn't that also in a scene in What If where she, I think Peggy throws a shield at Zombie Cap and I cuts him in half? Cuts uh, him I in think half. you're correct. I think you're correct. So I it kind of mirrors that yeah, in a way. I did not put those together. That's ooh, that's that's kind of cool, right? Um, and then Attorney uh, Reed uh, Richards into just like ribbons, ribbons, and just like. Popping his little head. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. Oh, 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 God. And then the only one I'm less convinced about was the, the death of Maria Rambo. I was like, mm, I don't buy that. Like, you could have done more with killing her. Like, <laughs> she, she just got squashed? Okay. I was like, she got squished. And I was like, mm, we saw Captain Marvel, like, it, it, like bust through, like, Thanos' spaceships. Mm-hmm. Like it was nothing. Like it was silly putty. I vaguely remember reading an article about like how their powers are equally matched, but something about like the fact that Scarlet Witch's chaos magic just has like the one up edge over yeah. her like cosmic energy magic. Or well, because it's because it's the Nexus know. energy or Nexus powers or whatever. Sure. Which I get. I just I don't I don't buy the squish as much as like I wish there was something that was done that was a little bit more tailored to trumping the cosmic energy whether yeah. it was like doing something to neutralize it and then smush her or something i don't the, know the, that was the only one i didn't buy yeah the implication is that like she they like because their powers both can like absorb energies or like deflect yeah. energies the implication is that she was able to like deflect enough of her energy that she was vulnerable at, a, at that moment and that she squished her but again, I just wish it, I just, that's my only complaint for that sequence is that I wish it was either clear or done a little bit more to really be like <laughs> murder. Um, but otherwise I thought all of that was so good. It was so smart. It was so funny. It was yeah, so and the way like, that she terrifying. Killed, the way that she got uh, Dr. X was terrifying as well. Just kind of coming up in like that, oh my that God. red smoke and just like, I don't know, we're like, bah! and you're like, ha, nah, no, right, and then uh, and it's also one of those like how many times do we have to see this man die? Right, right, right. <laughs> but like I'm glad of it, like because I was almost afraid. Like after we saw all these people die, and we're seeing you know uh, Professor X inside you know her mind trying to like, and he's like, oh my god, I see you. Like I'm going to free you from her control, and mm-hmm. he reaches down, and then it's just all, and then it was just neck snap. And you're just like, oh. um, terrifying. I'm also glad that the uh, the the MacGuffin book of like, hey, we're gonna get this book and it's gonna save everybody, ends up being not the thing that saves everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was a little concerned that this was gonna be, oh, we have this thing and now everything's better. And it was that day of S Machina moment where yeah. like, oh, all of our problems are solved by this one thing that we just we, we were just able have to, to get go grab, at, yeah. yeah. And no, that wasn't the case. And I think that it made I it elevated Wanda's character to have her have that sacrificial moment, which let's be honest, she's not dead. No, she's not dead. Um, but for her to still have that moment of sacrifice and Yeah. All of that to be able to do that. Um also, um, Benedict Wong. I love him. I love him so much. I forgot they're both named Benedict. <laughs> you want to know how I, why I remember that they're both named Benedict? Because they were on the Kelly Clarkson show and she calls them uh, B- Benedict C and Benedict W. Hysterical. Because they were both on her, on her show. Okay, speaking of Benedict, I don't know if you caught this, but I noticed that, and upon reading afterwards, I realized that, like, oh, they had done, like, a lot of post-editing and uh-huh. post, uh, like, reshoots. But was... Did you notice that Benedict's hair was kind of... Would change? Oh, like, there, was oh moments... there was a moment where you go, wig! Yes! I was like, that's a toupee! That's a piece! <laughs> and then he's like... Wig! Yeah, there was moments where, he, like, he had straight-up bangs. I was like, what kind of Justin Bieber-ass shit is he wearing? And then there are other moments where he's at, like, the Because the they, co- they are covering that lace. Okay. <laughs> That is a lace front. <laughs> but I was, but I was like, wait, he didn't have hair before. Now he has hair now. He has What's going on? Yeah. But of, upon like when I was lo- yeah. like reading up afterwards, they like they had done some extensive like reshoots, and uh, chances are he was probably just like you know they were just trying to make sure that his trying to keep somewhat continuity yeah. or hide something yeah, or whatever. But like. 
I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, at the beginning where he like, where he gets like hit by the tentacle monster and like, uh, like rolls onto into like a cab and he get, gets up and I was like, wait, his hair's funky. And then, then like when they're at the uh, Camertage, is that what it's called? Camertage. Like, Camertage, yeah. And then like w- with all like the the uh, the wizards or whatever I forget what they're called, but um. They, I was like, oh, he's got like a buzz cut now. What's go, what's going on? What's happening here? What's happening here on this day? What's going on here? So what the fuck is going on here fuck? on this homosexual what the day? Fuck on this wig or tree, literal wig or tree, <laughs> literal wigs, literal wigs. Um, but no, I had to clock the wig. But I mean, overall, I I really enjoyed this. I love the fact that it's. Uh, can we talk about the music note fight? I literally, as this started, go, literally went, JJ probably This was this. for me. <laughs> literally for me. So I was like, that was that was fan service to JJ Whaley from Sacramento. <laughs> I was like, I am here for all of this. It's so dumb and so silly and yet so, like, satisfying. I loved it so much. I, so I've seen two <laughs> different, like, nobody, like, has been like, meh. They either love it or thought it was cheesy and stupid. I'm on the love it side. I thought it was great. I'm glad that we got to see Magic do something that was other than, like, generic blasty things. Like, blasty things. things. Yeah. Like, we got to see Magic be clever and cool. And the fact that it was, like, again, like, the one tiny little harp note that, like, came in to really mm-hmm. be the one that, like, tumbled it all down. Oh, so good. So good. So wonderful. Um, just, yeah. No, as it started, I was like, oh, JJ and I did. <laughs> uh, but I think that's the whole point of like a Sam Raimi movie. It is clever and dumb simultaneously and, and to the best like combination of it. Like the fact that it they do have like a sort of music note fight in with like magic is yeah. fucking stupid. But like that's the point. Yeah. The point of it is it's silly. That's his that's the whole shtick of a Sam Raimi movie. Have you not seen an Evil Dead? Evil Dead is Full of like those weird, like campy, winky at the like the you know tongue in cheek wink at the camera moments. Like it's all supposed to be stupid, and I loved it. I really like. I th- and I, th- I said this before. I think that a, a Sam Raimi and like directorial entrance into the MCU could not have worked if it wasn't through the vehicle of like a Doctor Strange, where he could be like really weird and cerebral and fuck with your perception of, uh, of what reality is and things like that. So, I I really liked this movie. I'm, I, I was like, yeah. yes, this no, is No, I really enjoyed it too, and I really loved that it was all, the whole thing was reliant upon us seeing these characters grow as people. Yeah. Because it was, Every single Wanda needed to grow as a person and realize that, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah, realize and, that. And, and, the way and also that was heartbreaking the way they did it and yep. oh so good that's what I'm saying it's and then I was also it. needed uh, it was also reliant though on Doctor Strange growing as a person mm-hmm. and to be someone who had more compassion um, and thought and so I think that uh, we saw a little bit of the compassion come through during. Uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home, but and I they do think... mention that they do mention that they like talk to a Spider-Man yeah. in their universe, and I thought that was fun. Oh yeah, no, they're like, oh yeah, no, we just dealt with this with Spider-Man, and they're like, fuck is Spider-Man, and I love that they're like, is he like a man-sized spider? Is he a spider-sized man? Like, what is this? It's like, where did the web shoot up? Does it come out of his butt? butt? <laughs> yeah, no, I love that the, all of that though. But I love that they're like, oh yeah, no, he's he's Spider-Man. And, but they can't say anything else because they had forgotten that they he was forgotten. Peter Parker. They don't, they don't say Peter Parker. Yeah, they forget that he's Peter Parker. And mm-hmm. I love that, uh, like, that, that nod. nod yeah. But I love that they're taking, like, the growth that he had and the little bits that he probably does remember and is able to grow more. Because the whole point of it is, are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. No, you're not. No, because you're, you're, still, you're still hung up on Christine. <laughs> no, and I, it's not even just I'm still hung up on Christine. It's I don't, haven't figured out how to move on from it. And yeah. I think it was like the the whole point is being able to move on from your sadness. Yep. And it's okay for both, to say for both the for characters. both people. And I think that it's important to be able to sit down and say, I'm not happy. I'm okay. Like I'm fine because for the most part he's fine, but he's not happy yet. 
And he's Correct. able to start trying to learn how to find that happiness. And I think that's just a good message overall. And it's something that Marvel's really been focusing on lately. Is, you know, understanding your feelings and feeling them appropriately. Yeah. And I love the... F- uh, I really liked how the, the culmination of Doctor Strange's character is kind of based on the watch because he has this broken watch from Christine. Oh my god, when, and he, that, replaces, like, when he replaces the screen because well, it like at first you see it broken and you can see it it's, it's all yeah. like hazy and then he replaces it and like the clarity that you see through yeah. it like symbolizes like the clarity he has gained from his experiences and realizes like oh I need to, you know, like you said, move on from my past grief and you know, really seek the happiness that yeah. I deserve moving forward well and it also it brought in a more clarity also of why he held on to that watch because the idea was the the thought before was that it was to remind him of this accident and precious life is and stuff but no that's not why he held on to it he held on to it because it was the watch christine gave to him right and he wasn't able to fix He's it because, to that grief. because he wasn't able to go back and fix it because he wasn't able to let go of her yet and I think that to have that be the thing, because also, like, remember when he's getting ready at that scene, he has a thing, a drawer full of, like, a whole bunch of watches, and that's the one you're and like... And he picks the one that's broken. Yeah. And, well, we, uh, before then, though, because I don't even think it was, it wasn't broken then, it broke in his accident when he was getting ready in that first Oh, you're movie. talking about in the first movie. Yeah. Gotcha. No, because now, like, the only watch he has is that watch. Like, he doesn't hold on to the material things anymore because he doesn't need it because he's a smarter, better person. Blah, blah, blah. But he also, <laughs> like, he finally <laughs> takes the time to fix it. And, you know, it's good shit. Uh, I'm looking at the time. Uh, we need to we're wrap up those thoughts. But yeah, good movie. Go see it if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, why are you listening to this? <laughs> go watch this movie. It's really yeah, good. We, we've done. We've talked about it twice already. So go. Go. Go see it. Go see it. Uh, JJ, talk to us about uh, the uh, season four finale of The Nanny. The season finale of season four. Um, uh, we. The, the biggest thing is that. Um, Celine Dion was on the fucking the season finale. Yeah, she was. She was fucking on, and she sang. What did she sing? She sang. Uh, it's all coming back to me now. Oh, that's right. I just so I did put it. It's all coming back to me. A great song, but um, that's basic as fuck because the power of love is the best Celine Dion song on the face of the planet. Fight me. No, I literally remember the reason why we bonded more as humans was one night we were up until like four in the morning talking, <laughs> and we somehow started talking about Celine Dion. No, because it was. Uh, there was a moment on Drag, Drag Race, Race where uh, I think it was who was it? I can't remember, but one of the Rue asked one of the queens, "Oh, what's your favorite Celine Dion song?" And she goes, "Oh, was it, I think it was on season thirteen, or season no, it was no, probably no, season it was, twelve. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was a little bit ago." And she goes, "Oh, uh, <laughs> the, the Titanic the, the song. song from Titanic," and she goes, "My heart will go on." How boring. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's fucking basic." Everybody like, the... like, like almost exactly well because obviously the best song from Celine Dion is the power, power of love. love. <laughs> Fucking hell! What the shit? God. But um, I love it. And uh, they the whole point is that like they Maxwell and Fran go to London, or Maxwell goes to London to kind of convince Celine Dion to do his next play. But Fran is like, you know, with Niles kind of speaking into her ear, was like, oh, you can like go follow him and kind of rekindle the things that you had in, in France. And she's like, oh my God, you're fucking right. Let's do this. Yeah. And so they go, she goes, surprises him, and they kind of have like their full romantic moment. And, uh, you know, they're, they get to the point where they're like, gonna, like, they're going, they're going, fuck. Yeah. But Max was like, no, I can't do this. Like, there's way too much writing on this relationship. Like, I, I can't lose you if things were to go wrong. Like, you mean so much to me. I can't ruin this, that kind yeah. of thing. And Fran's like, Bullshit! You you love me and you fucking know it. Just say it and do me. <laughs> um, and it's right at that moment where they're like having this like uh, conversation or uh, this talk. Uh, Max gets a phone call that Niles has had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, oh fuck, we need to go back. We need to go. Uh, you know, be with our friend. Make sure that he's okay. Uh, help him like recover and all that. And this is this this episode is where we we see like Cece kind of lose it because Niles is like incapacitated. And she's like, "Holy fuck, yeah, I really like fucking miss him." Oh yeah, well, I really, really kinda, miss him. Oh, it is because it kind of starts off as like she's kind of going losing her mind because she's like. He's the one who's the only one smart enough to whip back with yeah, her. Yeah, she she was like, he's the tit to my, or 
he used to tap to my tit, if you want to go technical. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he was, they were like, she loved the sparring between them. And with him, like, just, you know, hospitalized, she's like, but there's nobody to, like, berate me, and I can't berate him, and I fucking miss him. I love him, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I think there's, uh, and we realized at the end of the uh, episode, this was their 100th episode. Yep. So I was like, yay, congrats to your hey, 200th episode. Yay. You've watched 100 episodes of Vidiani. I have seen 100, and there's still more. And there's season, still more. Because there's season five coming up. and Six uh, and seven. Right, so we got a, we got a few more a few more seasons to go. Still no like official consummation of Fran and Maxwell's love, but we'll get there hopefully. I I want to say it's the start of season five, like literally the first. Like it, it should. Like, I I want to say they open season five with the talk of with that talk. With with. Their, I like, I want to say if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay, but um, on that note, we're gonna throw it to a quick uh, breaky break, 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 break. Breaky break, break, breaker one nine. Brick, brick. Oh my god, I cannot with the housing market right now, Joanna. Have I not told you about Capital Realty Center? Oh, the premier realty group that supported and succeeded throughout the California landscape? Now I remember. If that's what you're looking for, call Kathy Johnson at 916-606-0687 to win that next bid. That's Kathy Johnson with Capital Realty Center at 916-606-0687. License number 02021378. We're back. Hello. All right, so um, we're gonna close out talking about some trailers. Um, so um, the boys season three is uh coming out June third, and I'm really excited because I binged all of the boys. Yeah, it's a really fucking good show. I, uh, I it took me a minute to remember like what happened at the end of the second season. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Right, and craziness. Crazy fucking shit happens. And we, oh, you binged it recently too, then? I binged it like a like, I I I think back in like February or something. Okay. Yeah. So you all caught up. So yeah, no, yeah. the show's really good. And so Damn. I'm excited. Um, Jensen Uncles is coming in as Soldier Boy. <laughs> when I heard that, I'm like. <laughs> Soldier boy. <laughs> like, My brain, every time they say that, I go you, you, and that's a, such an inappropriate song for children to be listening to. But who cares at this point? Why are we referring? This is not. A, this is a wildly inappropriate show for children to watch. The song Soldier Boy. Well, I know the song Soldier Boy. It wasn't meant for children either. Children listen to it, but it wasn't meant for children. But anyway, um, I'm excited. Boys trailer. It looks fun. Lots of things going on. Um, I really like the, uh, uh, like all of the multiple like interviews like that it opens with with Homelander just being like, I just I fell in love with the wrong girl and you're like no you're a sociopath and a narcissist but okay who's got fucking mommy issues <sighs> oh boy mommy issues <sighs> that whole season two I was like I don't want to see any of this. <laughs> no. So many Elizabeth Shue, why? <laughs> I I mean, oh man, oh man, there's so much happening. But um, it's a lot to unpack, a lot to unpack. <laughs> I'm really excited for the new season, so um, we're gonna watch it. I don't know if we're gonna do. A, maybe we'll do like a season recap, like at the end of the season once they all come out, because we got yeah. a lot of shit we gotta there's watch. There's so much stuff happening. <laughs> there's up, so many y'all. things coming in, but um. And then Netflix released their trailer because they're trying to convince people to still have Netflix. And um, coming out with their what was it, Geeked Week or something like that? Geek Week or something like that. So yeah. it's like a week in like June where like all of the shit's dropping. June sixth through June tenth. Yeah. But the thing that we're excited about, um, Neil Gaiman has a new show called uh, was it The Sandman? And it's starring Gwendolyn Christie as the devil. And that's absolutely perfect. Uh, JJ goes, Gwendolyn Christie's going to be the devil. And I went, Neil Gaiman's doing another show? <laughs> I love Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. So um, we'll be keeping our eyes out on that because that'll be fun. Um, and then there's a bunch of other shit coming out. I mean, like, uh, they talked about... we get about... a little bit more sneak peek into, like, Stranger Things new season. We get some... Um, the Umbrella Academy new trailer mm-hmm. just dropped. Actually, I haven't watched the full trailer yet. I'm going to do that, um, after work today. We'll talk about it more next week. Yeah. But also, JJ hasn't watched Umbrella Academy yet because he's nope, terrible. It well, it's on my list. I have such a long list. I know. He wasn't expecting the nanny to take him 18 years to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but, so there's a bunch of shit coming 
coming out on Netflix uh, that are all dropping within the same week. So mm-hmm. that's cute. Um, but I'm excited for most of them, like Stranger Things and, like I said, the Sandman. And Sandman, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. And then also Umbrella Academy because mm, I can't wait and I love me some Elliot Page. Um, and then what will be on our docket in August? General Preege. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I'm really this trailer made me happy because like they even said it was going to be like their their plan is to make this like a legal drama like wrong like a legal drama but also comedy a la Ally McBeal nice and as I watched the trailer with that in mind I went yeah this is very Ally McBeal very uh, also very sex positive yeah like uh... and I'm like you get it Disney plus I mean, I there's a I think there's a lot of good things happening with this show. I love the fact that we're seeing we get to see Mark Ruffalo come back as the Hulk and maybe address the fact where uh, about him staying as the Hulk or well, no, because they've already addressed him being we? Hulk. And, and uh, it was a he did a lot of like gamma ray testing during the was it during Endgame during Endgame we hear about it and oh, he's okay. like I did some stuff and now I'm like this and everybody went cool and so this is all after that and so no but what the thing is and what the gag is because remember the the post credit scene from Shang-Chi he was Mark Ruffalo Bruce Banner not Hulk not Professor Hulk and so now right. we're like what the fuck's going on with what you what happened and apparently Kevin Feige said is very intentional the the reason okay. like there being a different thing so maybe we'll address that a little bit as well but this looks fun I mean some of the CGI there's a couple times when I'm like ooh this looks like a cartoon uh, but most of the time I thought it was fine um, I mean I don't know like I don't know how like when trailers like are released in the production process but like is there a possibility that like i think it's like early cgi i think i think some of it's gonna be cleaned up a little bit i think that because some of it looked really good and some of it you're like there's it was mainly like the bit where she was looking at the phone yeah it was like there's a little with her face there's a little the little uncanny valley um, and I think one of it was is when she's looking down at her phone. I think New Rockstars even slowed it down, and they're like, "What it is is that her eyes or like her head shifts before her eyes do, and it oh, looks and, like, and, it, and, like, and it's just of. a slight little drag, which makes it look even like weirder. And I'm sure the stuff like that will get they'll get cleaned up because we'll like yeah. VFX people are like well, slammed right now. Like with. In Moon Knight, like some of the CGI for like Tuaret, like Amit, even uh, Khonshu, like some of that was like beautiful. Yeah. Really well done. And there were times even during Doctor Strange's, the Doctor Strange movie, I'm like, some of the CGI is kind of boo boo, y'all. Yeah. And some of it's, yeah, no, I think, and it's, there's just not enough hours in the day. At yeah, the and they're factory. churning, they're chugging out content. So I'm, yeah, the, the CGI like, department is like, inundated oh yeah no and there's like a lot of like reports coming out there they'll be like cgi sometimes not done until like the week of a release yeah so uh, my hope is that like the issues that we're bringing up are will be yeah because i would like 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 it to just clean up a little bit like again it's not super awkward or anything and i think it looks like a fun show um it looks like there's the it has the potential to have like a villain of the week kind of thing and there's going to be, from what I'm told, nine episodes, nine 30-minute okay. episodes, so a little bit more like WandaVision. Okay. Um, also, Jamia Jamil looks really cool. I forgot that she was in even in this. And I was and like, oh, hey! Yeah, right? You're like, what the fuck? Um, she's there. And then also, like, apparently, apparently Frogman is in this. <laughs> and I'm like, I love, I love that. So, work. Okay, and then our last trailer... That we're gonna talk about, which is uh, gonna be about all of the bottoming, all of the gays. <laughs> Such gay, very bottom. Such gay, very bottom. It's called Bros. Bros. It is a gay rom rom com by Billy Eichner. It's coming out in September. Um, and and this is this is like unprecedented because this is like the first major like major box office like gay. Ro- romantic movie like 
there it's it, this is like it, it, where it's all centered around gay characters um with gay leads uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of lgbtq representation all over this mug um and it just looks silly and it looks and it's, fun and it's fun I th- and it's kind of meta because he plays a guy who is asked to write about a, a write a gay rom-com and this is a gay rom-com that he wrote <laughs> that, that Billy Eichner writes um, so. so no it's great and I just love that it opens up on talking about his like um, he says that he's you know hosting a podcast where he gives his opinions on things that nobody cares about. Billy Eichner coming for our gig. And I was like, how very <laughs> dare you? Re- how very dare you represent us in your movie without compensation, Billy Eichner? We demand. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at the very least, throw our podcast name on there somewhere. Come on, come on. But it's real fun. Uh, it looks like uh, rom coms aren't n- normally like my. It's not usually my cup of tea. Like I'll sit through rom coms and be like, okay, that was fun, but you know, this seems this seems like uh, uh, really silly. There's a lot of great um, a lot of great talent in this in this film, and in the trailer, one of my favorite lines is, uh, um, "Oh my God, do you remember straight people?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, they had a good run. <laughs> it's like the last it. line of the trailer, and I was like, mm, be here for that. <laughs> Um, also, so bottom time. Bottom time. Bottom time. <laughs> bottom time. Um, yeah, the, the the gay jokes are there. They're here. They're queer. Super queer. And we're ready for the butts. All the butts. All the bottoms. Bottom, bottom, bottom. Butts, 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 butts. But, but. <laughs> but. That brings us to the end of our little potty cast. Um, so thanks for listening to Nobody Asked Our Opinion. You can send us an email with any and all of your opinions at nobodyaskedouropinion at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody Asked Our Opinion. You can listen to us on YouTube at Nobody Asked Our Opinion Podcast. You can follow me at JoeySnow2006 and you can follow JJ. Piano Man underscore zero five. Follow our unpaid intern Natalia at the Third Rule Creative and our producer Jonathan at Jelly Sound. Rate us and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends to check us out. Yes. Uh, follow us and make sure you uh, subscribe where you're at because who the fuck knows when we're going to record shit. Um, like I said, hopefully more consistent during the summer. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it but out. But you'll know when you subscribe. You'll get notified. You'll get your notifications. We love that for y'all. All right. Um, Goodbye. Have a great time. Bye. And always remember, bottom time. Bottom time, bottom time, bottom time, bottom time, bottoms.